Hi guys, it's Rima again. I'm here with the second episode of Virtual TN Talk. As I said before, I'm a third year English literature student um, at the University of Birmingham and I'm here with Emma, who is a very close friend of close friend of mine. Um, Emma, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, um, hi everybody. Um, firstly, thank you Rima for having me. I'm a second year modern languages student at the University of Birmingham. And as Rima said, it's the second episode of Virtual Tea and Talk. So I'm here with her today to speak about the topic, which I'll let you introduce, Rima. Yeah, sure. So we wanted to talk about um, 10 different ways to like break up your day. Um, because me and Emma have been finding that every day has definitely been feeling the same. And I know a lot of people probably feel the same as well. That it feels like you're just in the same day, but there are different ways to try and break it up. So the first one we came up with is to wake up at the same time each day and also to go to bed at the same time each night as well. Even if you're not doing anything, I think it's important to try and set an alarm each day just so you can feel like you're waking up for a purpose um, and you've got something planned ahead rather than trying to like lie in each day because I know personally it makes me more tired um what do you think Emma do you think it's if you like lie in bed all day you feel like you're just like more tired or do you think it does help you waking up early no I definitely agree with what you're saying um when this lockdown started I just going to bed whenever waking up whatever it just really Mm -hmm. interfered with my daily routine so I started setting an alarm and and going to bed at the same time each day and keeping me in a routine keeps me quite focused in a sense even though I'm getting the same amount of sleep I've just got something to stick by a certain routine to stick by as well and it's been really helpful for starting my day in a good way finishing it in a good way and just keeping myself in sort of yeah in routine in time of what's going on obviously it's a really weird time at the moment so yeah yeah waking up at the same time is really really quite helpful definitely and obviously wake up early about nine is a good time I reckon yeah and I think as well the important thing is even if you've got nothing to do that day you still like try and wake up and go to bed at the same time because yeah. that way I think you're like you're not feeling like you're like tired so much and you're more yeah. awake when like because your body will naturally try and wake up at the same time and hopefully you'll be able to go to bed at the same time because you're naturally feeling sleepy at like 11 o'clock say for example and then you'll naturally go to bed whereas if you're like you know staying up till 2am and then the next day you go bed at like 12pm and then it's just 12am sorry and then you're just feeling like really um, unsettled but I know like if I wake up at the same time each day I've got like so I wake up at seven and then I've got two hours to like prepare myself for my uni work and then go into it at 9am feeling quite refreshed rather than waking yeah. up like different times each morning. Yeah, um, I'm the same as you, yeah. Yeah. So do you want to talk about the second one? Yeah, so the next um, sort of a tip we've got from breaking your day up is to make a to-do list the night before. So, um, yeah, it's just a good way to keep you busy so you're not sitting around thinking, what am I supposed to do? If you really think about it, there's always something you need to do, even if Mm -hmm. it's 
take the bins out that's still something you've accomplished that day so it's really good for like your well-being as well because you feel like you're being productive but doing it the night before as well means you wake up you've got a list to do um yeah so you tick it off as you go along throughout the day and then nighttime hits and you think wow I've actually accomplished quite a lot today so last night for example I made a list one of which was recording this podcast and then after this I'm gonna clean the bathroom for example so that's still an accomplishment Mm. so tonight I've got about four things I need to tick off you know it's a Sunday I'm taking it easy but when I go to bed tonight, I'll think, yeah, I recorded a podcast, cleaned the bathroom, it did other bits and bobs that I've got on my to-do list. And I'll think, yeah, yeah. I'm actually pretty productive today. Well, have yeah. been. So And you can like look up yeah. look back on that list and be like, Oh yeah, I did do those things today. And I know it's really easy, like we said before, to feel like, oh, every day is the same. But then if you look at that list, you can be like, Oh, I did do those five things today and you know, I did break up the day by doing this and then if you do it the night before, I find like you'll be able to like wake up the next day with purpose and feel like, oh yeah, I have got these things to do and I can just do them in my own time. But if you do it the night before, you're not thinking about it while you're going to sleep because you've physically written it down, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What's the next one then, Rima? So we've got the third tip is have like an hour each morning to prepare yourself for the day ahead. So say if like I said before I wake up at seven then I'd have like an hour to get ready um and then from like eight till nine I have something to do such as like mindfulness or yoga or meditation just something to like set you in a really positive mood for the rest of the day and try and like take your time doing it rather than like try and fit waking up and getting ready and the mindfulness in and make sure I've got more than enough time rather than rushing into it I think it's really important to you know prepare yourself quite slowly for the day because I know I feel like if you know say if you're late in the morning for taking a bus or something like oh that kind of like puts me on edge for the rest of the day and I don't know why but do you know what I mean like if you just take it slowly and do everything in your own pace it's something to like you know calm yourself for what the task you have ahead um yeah what do you do each morning Emma um wake up um cuddle my cats that's an absolute necessity (laughs) anybody that has a pet cuddle your your pets even if you don't have a cat yeah um (laughs) and then go downstairs get some coffee wake me up um then I just walk around the garden listen to the birds sing um mm. yeah just little things like that they've really put me in a good mood and it just makes me feel good for the rest of the day then I just yeah. sort of do a little bit of not yoga per se but kind of like yoga not full-on yoga um but it does make me feel quite a bit better and I feel quite pumped for the rest of the day and I think mm. yep I'm good to go so just little things yeah. like that even if it's uh, turn the tap on and listen to the water trickle down it's quite relaxing as well but yeah yeah, just little things Mm. Mm. I think it's taking note of things like physically so you can take your mind off your like internal thoughts and just think 
okay, I'm going to listen to the birds before I do anything, like, you know, any uni work or anything. Yeah. And it's trying to, like, prepare yourself that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think mm. what we've got for number four is quite important as well, and we'll be saying, like, to keep physically active. Um, and Emma, you were saying before how you like to exercise in the afternoon. So, like, what kind of exercises have you been doing? Yeah, so what I've been doing in the morning, just been walking around. That's as much as I can do in the morning, to be fair. But I've yeah. been going for long walks um, sort of in the late afternoon, late, uh, late morning, early afternoon. Um, mm. Yeah, so I do about eight kilometres a day. Um, obviously, don't put yourself through that. If you can't always put your you know, physical ability first, you don't want to injure yourself. Yeah. But um, take out your pace. So what I've been doing, I've been going for a long walk. Now I get back. Um, sometimes I do an ab workout. Sometimes I don't. Recently I haven't, but probably will again. But what I found is skipping rope is really, really good for cardio stuff. If, you, if you're into that sort of thing, just five minutes of that. I got one for a fiver off eBay. Um, it's been really good to keep my cardio up. So keeping yourself mm. physically active is really important. You just yeah, you don't you don't feel sluggish, and even if you just yeah. do like a thirty second jog, it still gets your heart pumping, still gets your blood pumping round, and just yeah. keeps you really really active. So it's the same. Keep yourself physically active and keep yourself mentally active, and practice the mindfulness or whatever suits you. Just like Rima said, for tip number three. Uh, you got yeah. to put your well-being first, especially in times like these. Yeah. And yeah. I think... Have you been doing anything, said, Um, I've been trying to go for a walk each day. And some days I haven't, which is... Um, I won't say silly of me, but I know it definitely affects my mood. I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered. But I think trying to, like, set an alarm for, like, half five and be like, okay, you've got to go for your walk now. Even if it's, like, five minutes, even if I'm yeah. getting lazy, I think it's important to do. And I think what you said before is really important. Like, you can see loads of people on, like, social media doing these, like, really, like, intensive workouts. And you don't really have to do that. You can just do, like, five minutes on your skipping rope or whatever. Like, that's fine. You can just go for a five-minute walk. That is fine. And for some people, you might feel really um, energised one day and, you know, go for that workout. But... If you don't want to do it at the same time, that's fine. Just try and do something really, like, low-key, such as going for a walk to basically yeah. get you outside the house and not yeah. feeling like you're trapped inside. Just try and physically in, do something. In reality, so these people doing yeah. really intense workouts, not many people can actually do that. So don't feel like you have to no. force yourself to go do 10 minutes straight of intense abs or ab workouts because that's not good for you. So always no. put your physical being first, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's what we mean when we say physically active. We don't mean, you know, start going on these, you know, an hour ab workouts or whatever. Just yeah. do what you know is going to benefit you, really. Yeah. Um, And I think that kind of goes into number five, which is switching up your tasks for each day. So yeah. I think being like physically active like we said at like for example five o'clock set an alarm and then you like doing something then but um what we mean by switching up your tasks is I've noticed personally 
that I would sit on my laptop doing all my essays throughout the day and then during the evening I'd stay on my laptop watching things and I know that's just personally not really um, good for me because I'm just staring at a screen all day. So what I noticed that helped me was obviously I have to do my uni work on my laptop but then for example close my laptop at 6pm and then try and do something such as like reading a book or you know playing a game physically like Monopoly or whatever with your your family try to do that rather than looking at a screen all day um, and like switch up the different mediums that you're engaging with um, do you think that's the same as you Emma? Yeah definitely I mean if I spend an hour or two staring at my screen doing some uni reading or whatever I just you know I, I, I just get fed up with screens really so I just need to yeah, yeah. do a jigsaw or you know, just read a physical book that's on paper just anything that's not to do with a screen because mm. you know, it's just you you just need to mix it up well mix your tasks up so even if you have got a lot of work to do you want to just do work for the afternoon try different mediums so do some reading online and then take some notes on paper so you're not staring yeah, at definitely. the screen but even if you want to mix up completely so uni work you know general hobbies and lifestyle do a bit of your uni work and then go for a walk obviously which obviously ties in with tip number four but just yeah. switching your tasks up during the day is a good way to break your day out and you break a day up and you do feel a lot more productive as well when you've mm -hmm. done a lot of things during the day so finding different mediums and just completely ditching blue light at some point of the day is really good I mean yesterday I was off my phone like all day and I felt yeah. really really good mm -hmm. um so that was quite good for my well-being definitely yeah definitely I think especially before you go bed as well it's important to like ditch that blue light because you might have been staring at your screen all day and the last thing you want to be doing is like still having something in front of you that's like physically stimulating and then it, I know I find it harder to go to bed so yeah. what I would try and do is spend the last hour before bed not being on a phone or not um you know looking at my tv or whatever and just try and do something like colouring like where you're you're not looking at the blue light or anything and then yeah. just some meditation before bed which is really helpful um mm, and then yeah, that definitely. way you're like naturally relaxing yourself um and I find that really helpful it makes me more sleepy rather than you know oh, I'm just gonna watch some tiktoks or whatever before I go to bed because I'm bored <laughs> well actually that's it takes me longer to get to bed then so it's not as helpful really yeah, yeah. um yeah and I think mm. I don't know about you but I think going on my phone all day is actually quite boring like I don't know why I do it I just do it when I'm bored but it makes me more bored so like try and definitely find things that are going to keep you more engaged rather than just scrolling through Facebook all day or just like I think it's just a, any social media yeah. it's just a force of habit nowadays I think mm. phones have just completely taken over us mm. and yeah there's just a lot of not very good things out there so staying off your phone and any form of social media is definitely very good for your well-being mm. as well yeah, exactly. 
Um, should we go on to number six? I think I really yeah. like this one. Yeah, so number six, um, we reckon you need to have, or you should have, segmented, segmented, segmented <laughs> time slots. Sorry about that. Um, so it's not a timetable per se. Obviously, timetables are quite strict. 10 to 11, you've got to do uni work. 11 to 12, you have to go for a run. Um, so the difference between that and these time slots is that time slots are a lot more flexible. So if you allocate an hour of the day to um, do some reading for this mo- for, for module A, um, you don't have to do that at a certain time. If you're if you're on a walk and you're and you you know and you feel really active and you want to walk a little bit longer, that's fine. So if you mm-hmm. get home half an hour later than um than anticipated, that's fine. You've still got an hour to make up for that. Mm. hour where you're going to do reading for module a and then if yeah. you want to call a friend for a half an hour doesn't have to be at five o'clock exactly it can be a quarter past five you've still got a half an hour so yeah. the difference between the time slots that they're a lot less a lot less pressure to stick by because mm. with a timetable you might think oh you know the hour's up i can't do the reading for module a now but in reality you've still got that time even if it means you go to bed 15 minutes later that's still fine mm. it's not drastic I mean it won't have a drastic impact on you but having those allocated time slots I found for me have been really good because it's quite yeah. flexible um and you're not so panicked you know you have to do everything you know minute by minute which really isn't the case as long as you've done it that, that's completely fine I mean what do you reckon Rima? Yeah, definitely. And I think you can even make it more flexible and just say like, okay, nine till 12, for example, I'll just make sure I write two paragraphs. And then rather than thinking nine till 12, try and think of it, you've got three hours, so you can just spread that out however you want um, and mm, try definitely. and do extra time um, rather than saying, okay, I've got nine till um 10 I've got to write 100 words try and spread it out as much as possible so you're not you've not got in the back of your mind like think oh, I've got an, only an hour to do this well if you create a really big like wedge of time for it so that's three hours you know you can even change the three hours till 10 to 1 or you know whatever so as, as long as you know you've got yeah. really big time slots to think okay I, I can do this in that time I know I've got enough time and give you more give yourself more time than you need rather than thinking, I could possibly do it in an hour. I'll see how much I can do. Um, Say, instead, okay, I've got two hours, and I know realistically that I can do it in two hours. I could probably do it in an hour, but I'm going to give myself extra time anyway, because that way you won't be worrying about it too much. And, you know, that way you're not thinking, I've got to do this right now. Whereas realistically, like you said, Emma, you can push it back. It's fine to push it back. And you are going to find it hard to I think write at the same academic level you would normally have because I know like I work better in the library and now I don't have the library so you know it's going to take extra time you are going to need those extra hours and that's okay so don't feel like oh you know if I had the library I would have been doing x y and z amount of hours or x y and z amount of articles I would have read realistically you're not going to be asked to do as much work as you normally would have been um and that's okay and you've just got to remind yourself that as long as you've like 
hopefully got like different segmented time slots um you know at the end of the day oh yeah I did spend this much time on it even though you know it took longer but that's okay yeah and I think just in addition to what you said um you know writing 100 words per hour that might seem daunting but then what you can mm-hmm. always do is break it up so 100 words in an hour that's 50 words in half an hour just 25 words in 15 minutes which is quite easy it's actually not a lot mm. so breaking mm. things up as much as you can definitely encourages you to do more so instead of you know, yeah. oh my god I've got to do 100 words in an hour 25 words per 15 minutes that's quite good actually and yeah. you've even got enough time to go get yourself a cup of tea in those 15 minutes and especially mm. if you don't have that much of an you know your attention span isn't as long like me for example I get distracted really easily I can't focus for more than five minutes to be honest um (laughs) breaking things up as much as I can there's 15 words Mm. in 15 minutes that's five words per five minutes which actually isn't bad at all no if I think that's important I'll pretend that's a yes because I can't be able to think right now but um (laughs) I think it's important like you say like you know it is manageable and if you break it down into really minute sections rather than thinking. So, for example, I had to do a 3,000-word essay the other week. I was like, oh, God, I've got to do it. That's so much word. There's so many words. Um, and then, realistically, I thought, well, each year you have managed to do a substantial amount of words, a su- substantial amount of essays. Like, you can do it. You, you know how to break it down. You've got X many days to do it. You can break it down. You can think, okay... I've got this many hours in this day to focus on it. I'm going to split it up into really, really small bullet points, really, really small um, tasks, and then just spread it out into a massive list, and you can just tick it off, which is what I do. Like, I write, you need to write this paragraph for this text, and then just tick it off, and then each day, you're not going to write that essay in one day, but each day you build upon it, and that's fine. Like, that is just how it's going to be, rather than trying to think of the big picture. I think break it down yeah, into definitely. really really small tasks and that way it is yeah. manageable yeah and then um, um yeah just going back to that example it's actually eight words per five minutes but you know still manageable just had a look <laughs> on the calculator so either way it's a really small amount and can encourage you to do a lot yeah. more than you even if you it's not even you know that 100 words doesn't make sense the first time round, you still got a hundred words, and then you can edit it later. Because, yeah, I know as like a dissertation right now, which I'm writing. As you do it, the first draft is never going to be the one that you submit, and that's okay. Like, yeah, you will have that time to edit. Um, and at least you've got those ideas in front of you. And yeah, you know, you've still got it's something not going to build on. Yeah, it's not going to be a waste of time at all. It's yeah, like you said, you build upon it, and you've got that time to edit it but as long as you've got something there even if it's just a stream of thoughts or like a bunch of ideas you've still got you know that 100 words down and that's fine yeah um definitely yeah and for number seven I think like calling a friend has been really helping me um so I've been calling my friend Rora quite recently we're both doing English um and we just chat about my English stuff. But then also, mm. I know that I can talk to Emma at the same time about anything. 
and I know talking to Emma has been really helping me so I've just been calling her and she's been calling me and we can just talk about stuff but I think especially if you've got uni work to do you can just um set like half an hour time or something and then so you're not losing like track of time you can just set that half an hour yeah and then go back to work but it's I think it's really nice to just take your mind off things and then jump back into you know your work when you're ready yeah and it fits in well to your segmented time slots so always very good to fit that in I mean calling you Mm. I just what do we talk about just random stuff so it's just a good way to just take a breather Mm. just be weird (laughs) and just laugh really um without thinking about uni work because obviously Mm. we don't do the same course so don't have anything to talk about in terms of that um and I think it just yeah just call a friend yeah yeah I think it just helped break up the day because you're not just staring at your screen all day like doing essay work try and like take your phone downstairs and ring a friend and then you know when that timer goes off or you know you don't have to set a timer but whenever you're ready to go back to work you can go back upstairs and then you know yeah talk to whoever you want to um in your own time you know later in the evening but then you've got you've had a nice chat with someone and then you can go back to your work feeling refreshed and in a more positive um mindset to know like you can do this work you've just had a break and that's fine and you can go back to your work and I think that goes nicely into number eight which is setting reminders to leave your room do you want to talk about how you've been doing that Emma yeah so um I tend to work better in my uni uh, in my uni room well in my uni room but at the moment in my bedroom at home Mm. um just because I've got you know my desk stuff there and my papers and and whatnot so um having my own space to do my work has been really useful but also staying cooped up in my room all day just does isn't good for anybody really you need to go downstairs have a have a change of scenery um go into the kitchen get a a glass of water go sit in the living room for a bit Mm. um just getting out of your room is just yeah definitely and I think the important thing as well is to when you get out your room to try and stay out for a bit rather than just like you know you're just going downstairs to get some water rather you um you stay out for like five ten minutes and just sit downstairs and just have your coffee or whatever um and that way you can you can um you know really try and have a break outside of your room outside of your university like little bubble where you're doing your work or if you're doing you know normal work um you're working from home that way you can just leave your room for a bit and actually have a breather yeah um yeah definitely yeah I think it really helps you to like not feel so um you know like you're trapped in your mind you have to do this university work and you've got to read this article you've got to do that well if you just step outside of your room for a bit because I know my desk's in my room um so that's I find it quite hard uh, but if I like just physically leave my room and shut the door and just go downstairs for like 15 minutes and just sit at the dining table and do you know 
like have something to eat and then go back to my room when I'm ready. Mm. It's just it's just really nice. And that way you are breaking yeah. up your, you know, your not your routine, but you know, you're breaking up staying inside in one room all day. Because obviously you do probably do have to do that university work, but if you physically leave for a bit, it's fine. It's you've still got time to do it. You can just come back when you're ready. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Completely agree with that. Great. So for number nine we've got um a uni work to do list so like have a checklist for all the different things you want to do and try and do a variety of things so like we were saying before like you can read that article but try and write your notes down so for example I know that staring at the screen all day um it's just getting really really annoying but I'm trying to like shut my laptop away um, try and print it out the article and then highlight it and write notes on it and then that's something yeah. I could tick off and say okay you've got this university like work to do so you've got for example three articles to read that day and then got to finish my bibliography for something so you've got a work list thing to do for uni but then also have like we said for um number two is like just a general to-do list so you're still you know, your whole life isn't your university work, but you've got a separate uni list. So, like, you can check all that off, and then you've got a separate list anyway for, you know, mm, general, definitely. you know, maintaining, like, your, you know, well-being and stuff like that. Have you been yeah. keeping a uni to-do list? Um, I definitely have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a really good way to keep track of what I'm doing. So... For example, one thing I really do not like doing is referencing, which I'm sure many of you can relate to. Um, but often on my to-do list, I've got finished bibliography for you know, whatever it was, my research project. So, you know, that's something that I've done. I can tick it off and I can submit that. And it's just it just feels really good, you know, knowing that you've actually finished the work finish doing the, you know the bibliography and all that mm-hmm. and you can submit it it's ready to go because you because sh- i've got a spreadsheet uh, a spreadsheet um with all the assignments i've got to do and usually the submitted column is in green because I've, i just keep procrastinating on doing the the bibliography section but knowing that you know seeing that i've ticked it off and it's ready to be su- ready to be submitted it's just like you know it's just a really good feeling knowing that you know that's one thing finished and sent off mm. um so yeah uh do you have anything to add to that Rima? um no i think you've done it you said it quite well like that way you can see you've yeah. done it and i think the color scheme is really important like you can physically see it's done by putting it as green and then you feel like you definitely have accomplished something you can like see your uni work to do list and like you've done all those things um, and you can then think, yeah. you know, you have managed to do all those things and you have managed to, you know, read all those articles and you've broken up your day by, you know, not just doing your essay the whole day, but you're trying to do different things such as, you know, read another article for a different module or finish that bibliography or, you know, get your references um, neat and whatever and you're breaking up your day by doing different types of university work rather than just the whole day um essay writing for example yeah yeah I mean every little helps 
Definitely. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, seeing your TikToks are nice for you. Yeah, and I think that, you know, seeing all those ticks will really make you think differently than just saying, oh, every day is the same. Well, actually, you did manage to do all those different things. So, you know, yeah. you are accomplishing exactly, things. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then the final one we've got is just general hobbies during the day. So, Emma, do you want to talk about your jigsaws? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so... Just having general hobbies throughout the day is a nice way to break it up so it's not so uni intense. Mm. So I've been doing a lot of jigsaws recently, which I've been sending lots of pictures of to Rima. And I think they're brilliant. Mm. And it's a really nice feeling to see it all. Oh, thank you. See it all <laughs> come together. And it's just even 15 minutes. So I come downstairs after doing, you know, ha- having some time out of my room, leaving my uni work for a bit, come downstairs, get a glass of water. Mm. And then I go do a jig. Like do a bit of my jigsaw for you know even five minutes yeah which usually turns into five hours but um just having general hobbies during the day mm. is a really nice way to break up your day yeah definitely. um and even spending time with your family so you don't necessarily have to do something you don't have to do some kind of thing you don't have to do a jigsaw if you don't feel like it even just sitting with your family and talking about I don't know what you're going to watch next on Netflix, for example. Mm. It's just a nice way to take a small break, mm. um, whether that be five minutes, whether it be an hour in the evening. And usually between you know, seven and ten, I'm always with my family downstairs. We have dinner. We um, watch something on Netflix. We play some swing ball outside. We've just got a swing ball set. It's brilliant. Um, but it's just a nice way to end my day. And I mm. always look forward to that. Yeah, definitely. Just knowing that I'm going to spend some time with my family, even though I'm seeing them every day during yeah. this lockdown. It's still, still nice because we always have something different for dinner, always have something different to talk about. It's just nice. I never know what I'm going to get myself into. So it's quite <laughs> exciting as well. Yeah. But yeah, that's how I spend my day you mm. know, when I'm not doing uni work. I mean, what about you, Rima? Are you doing anything similar? Um, yeah, I think it's important to, like, try and do something different in your break. So, like you said, like, for example, I do 25 minutes work and then a five-minute break. But, like, having that jigsaw downstairs, like, ties in with number eight, which is setting reminders to leave your room. So, if you leave your room and go downstairs and do that jigsaw for five, ten minutes and then go back upstairs, you're, you know, you're breaking up your day by doing your hobbies, the things you enjoy. And then whilst you go back to work, you can think, okay, I've got this 25 minutes to work and I'm going to reward myself by going downstairs and doing the jigsaw, if that makes sense, or colouring in. Yeah. And that way you're like, you're like motivating yourself to keep doing your work for that 25 minutes because you know, right, right now I shouldn't look at my phone, I should just do my work for 25 minutes and then I can do that later. And then you know in the evening you've got, you know, whatever you want to do, you can spend time with your family, you can go for a walk, you can play a game and during the day you can feel like I can do these things now and then later I can reward myself so definitely break up your day with hobbies and definitely spending time with your family I think it's just really nice Mm. to like think that you know you've got this university work to do now but you've got something really nice to look forward to at the end um of the day yeah yeah definitely yeah yeah um yes so yeah that's the to the top 10 tips mm-hmm. on how to break a day up um me personally i found all of these really 
helpful to stick by. Yeah, um, especially during this weird time. Yeah, um, where everything just feels like it's merging into one. But definitely try and obviously that's do every single one, but we just wanted to yeah you know say what's been helping us. Um, so thank you, Emma, for joining me and for helping me write this thank list. Thank you for having me. No problem. I hope this podcast episode was really helpful for people. Um, and we'll be able to talk more next week. Thanks, Emma. Thank you, Rima. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>